Flubber McFlubberson was I terrific. I also want to point out that, um, and I'm I'm thankful for this, but as yeah. you were speaking, you know, I don't know if you saw me sort of giggling over here, but it was because I wasn't recording any of this. this <laughs> oh my God, we are starting again. So no, this has all been Facebook. So the thing is, this is bonus content now. This is just winging it for those listening in via the standard podcast uh, method. Um, you've just Slow missed pokes. out on about a half hour of Formula One talk. Um, I'm glad you missed it. It is on Facebook if you care to listen to it. And I guess you need to finish what you were just talking about now. It was incredible no commentary. You know, but to be <laughs> fair, the only viewer we had was Paul Wright, who was my Formula One buddy. So it actually was kind of apropos to our audience for the moment. That's but true. all I was saying is that because sporting events now are some, or in some places are starting to happen again, they're happening with all these crazy restrictions, yeah. which yeah. They, have, they have to have, obviously, to be of safe. Course. And, um, and, and my favorite thing is just the interviews because, you know, you're, you get so used to this idea of like, you know, sportscasters like walking up to people and being like, so how did you feel about, you know, the race or how did the game go, blah, blah. But here they're like, you know, they have to like stand very far away and kind of loudly <laughs> speak to each other. And then they like, they like trade places and they got their masks on and they kind of like wait till the other person moves and then they yeah, get in yeah, the, yeah, the yeah. position and then they kind of like yell it back. And it's just like, it's just surreal, but, I, but it's good to have racing back again. I feel like it's a little bit of normalcy in our lives. And, uh, and we could use some of that because we are still in this situation, John, and I still don't have a haircut. And that was what we were talking about initially. That's right. We were talking about haircuts. Shorn Um, your hair. I am still John Abdullah, even this long into the episode. I've not changed for those who are still just tuning in. I feel like we're doing a radio. This is NPR. Uh, if you're tuning in, in the Boston area, we are 90.9. WGBH. WBUR. My From Bob the Cape, Oaks. we are 100 points. Uh, I don't actually fucking know any of this. But anyway, Islands, um, I, do, I feel like we should just every 10 minutes, you know, go. What is that called? I'm sure there's a, a technical word for what that bumper? is called. Uh, it's not. Is it a bumper? I, I don't think know. It's a bumper. All right. It we'll, is now. We'll call it a bumper. Yeah. You're all about anyway, cars. Your hair Everything looks relates great. back to cars. It's a My bump. hair it's looks just great. a wheel well. Um, my Carburetor. biking is phenomenal at this point. Uh, two weeks in now. Last time we talked, I had just gotten a bike, had never learned how to bike. And that's been a big deal for me. Uh, quite honestly, it's been a ton of fun because I was just talking to someone about this uh, yesterday that, you know, learning how to do something like biking as an adult, right? Um, obviously, you know, comes with its uh, challenge in that you're, you're so much more conscious of the fact that you could just kill yourself, mm-hmm. right? Um, and, the, you know, especially with cars, right? So I'm immediately, I'm, my method has been to just do it and like drive in traffic, go down hills, go up hills, you know, just do it, right? Um, and thankfully, I'm still here walking. But I have to say, what has been so joyous about it is that there's no pressure. Like, it's a thing that I'm yeah. learning as an adult. I don't need to. My life will not change, you know, I don't think very much one way or the other. And uh, so it's just been so much fun. So anyway, has it not changed? I mean, to, to me, that's such a big, like, let me, let me put it this way. When I was a yeah, child. Yeah. When I was a boy. Yeah, let's hear um, this 20, remember, 20 minute story. Go ahead. This is a this is a long time. So it all goes back to Formula One racing. Yeah. No. So when I was a kid, I remember when I when my when the bike really took off for me, I was like maybe, you know, I was just past being a toddler basically. Mm-hmm. I was a, a little bit ahead of you on this. Um and I remember the just sense a little of bit. freedom that I got. Like this this yeah. idea that I could go kind of anywhere and do anything was yes. huge. Now you're oh. learning this as an adult who's already Completely. very mobile. You yeah. already drive all the time, gas guzzling, running over shit, you know, going off, <laughs> off trail. Um, you're very used to that mobility. Yeah, yeah. Has it's it been true. similarly transformative for you or is the bike just sort of like a fun, is it like a leisure activity? Because for me, like rollerblades, right? Or like skateboarding, like the things I've been doing lately, those are things that I'm, they're just fun. Yes, yes. It's like a, a just a play so around. So actually, no, you are completely right about the- I'm always and, right. And, and I actually- 
so as I was learning how, I immediately went back to learning how to drive a car and how liberating that was, right? Because So you felt like that. Because for me, that I love the hair there. Is that the headphones that are over it or is that a headband kind of look you got going on? It's kind on? of okay. both at this point. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So <laughs> so I I did feel that same kind of liberation um that I felt as a high school student driving a car, you know, because I never had the bike one. And right. so to to be able to do that and f- all of a sudden you've got this new form of transportation, you know, and, and that actually um, it's liberating because you're also, you're in the open air, you know, you can feel the breeze coming in your face. I, I always just go along the beach, you know, cause I got to show off this body and That's I just true. <laughs> naked by the beach. Do you have the fat tires? I don't mean your body. The, the, I mean, the fat does the bike yeah. have fat tires? No, I've never tried to drink the beach. It's just like a commuter bike. You know what I mean? It's a road. Okay. It's for road. Oh, that's right. We talked in depth about this last time, right? It has, did, it has right. So and nobody gears. wants to hear yeah. all this again. That's but, true. Let's talk about Formula um, One, John. We should go back to Formula One and why your hair. <laughs> so you haven't gotten a haircut. You've decided yeah, no, not I, to get I, one I yet. just haven't gotten a haircut yet. And and at yeah. this point, it's it's really becoming an issue because like as as you can see, like I don't I never know what to do with it. I have to like yeah. reapply things multiple times in the day because my hair, when it gets long, gets like it, it it like for some reason multiplies, like it goes in this weird logarithmic thing where like yeah, it gets yeah, yeah, longer, yeah. but it also gets denser for some reason. So like the management, the upkeep of it becomes just extraordinary. So That's... like I wake up in the morning, you know, I put my shit in the hair, which at this point is this garbage that is like what they had at the CVS that I was near when I needed a hair product. And it's called a natural look. It's like Axe. Axe. Yeah, Axe. It is Axe. And holy shit. Oh, I want to say though, their yellow one, the messy look Axe thing is like a go-to for me. It is actually extraordinarily good. So I yeah. assumed that and this you smell would be- like a teenage boy. So what else Like a teenage kid. That's all you need. No, because I get this like shit that's 30 or $40, like the American crew garbage and it like never actually yeah. does anything. Yeah, and I've used not that one. Yes, yes, yes. I've right, stuck and- with Layrite. I like. Layrite, which is a big sponsor of the show, or they will be soon. Layrite? Yeah, it's called Layrite. It's, if you go to Barber, that's like what they all use. L-A- Layrite? L-A-Y-R-I-T-E, I believe is how you spell it. Is that from fucking 1930? What is that? It, pro- it actually probably is. It's like, uh, it seems like one of those ones that barbers have been using for ages, but I it's mean, like a Barbasol. I don't fucking know. Kind of a thing. Like, like it's these like old a palm, brands. It's like a Palm 80. Oh yeah, yeah. It's just some, you know, I think it's one of these things that generally you probably only got it through a barber, but now of course you can just Amazon it and uh, I'm looking you know, it up. that's how it works. Um, I have never seen this shit in my life. They will sponsor life. the show now, which is great. Um, oh my Paul god! I've Wright, never seen this. You know, we, we've got a massive listenership right now. Paul Wright's going to buy some now and make us and them rich. Uh, Paul, I miss you. <laughs> I'm glad that you're here right now. This is really thanks cool. for tuning in, Paul. Yeah, you know, I think if you tagged us both in the video, people would join it. Can if you, you do then, that while I talk about something it? else boring? Oh, you're talking to me. I thought you were talking yeah. to Paul. Like, hey, Paul, why no, you're Paul's watching? done his duty. Paul is here supporting us. He's he's but like, you know you what, know, Paul? You could hit share. You know, and 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 sure. and just. Share it out with your, I assume, hundreds, maybe millions of uh, people that uh, are friends with you on Facebook. He is. Or he's a, he's a very friendly person. He's also like maybe the fastest human I've ever met in my entire life. So I, I have no idea how to tag us in. I don't even know what you're talking. What is what is okay. tagging? What, can what is can that? you just tag us in if the I video? If I edit this post now while we're talking, I think it'll blow it's up. It's going to crash. Okay. Well, you know what? It's fine. I have no we're idea. We're here with Paul. We have yeah. our buddy. Um, Paul, um, you can join if you want, you know, I, I mean, we also we, have Michael Howlin. Is that his real hey, name? Hey, we got all my formula one buddies here today. This is amazing. Let's just let, this is now becoming so surely, a racing I think podcast. Paul, Paul must have shared it. 
Yeah, thank you, Michael. How are you doing, buddy? Once again, Patrick, they're, yeah. they're listening not for Formula One. They're listening because this is not that, right? They have an outlet for that already. So let's be true that's to ourselves true. And, that, and that podcast just ended its live stream like an hour ago. So that, that's why everybody's so got stuff So they've had their fill today. That's so true. let's they've get into fill. some dadding. They've had their fill. Okay, let's get into dadding. But before we do, just really briefly, for the hair thing, it is getting too long. The kids also have not gotten haircuts yet. I don't know if yours, have yours gotten haircuts? I mean, so we've gone the route of learning how to do all of this ourselves. We have a cow in the back that gives us our milk. Yep, you know, we we've got a, we've got a goat for it because you got to have the feta cheese. I can't give that shit up. Uh, I don't even know. I don't even know feta cheese is from goat. I think it is. But anyway, uh, it's, from it's working out. That's how we're making it. It doesn't uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if it's <laughs> Can you imagine if it came out the way that it actually looks? How fucking great. That would be such a just sick animal. An just utter with fucking of- crumbles of, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Spicy chunks. That's um, disgusting. But no, so Bethany actually has been cutting Luke's hair. Oh, she cuts all of our hair, actually, now that I say it. She cuts her own hair. She cuts uh, Grace's hair. I cut Micah's um, hair. If I turn around, you'll see just a horror in the back, but it looks great from the front angle. So Is she using just, just kitchen scissors? Like, what's she using, like food scissors? Um, yeah, she just used knives. You know, she just fucking blades it off. and Serrated, yeah. like bread yeah. knives yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. No, I, I'm definitely at a point now where I think I need to. This is the last vestige of what started in the beginning as like, remember I, there was a time where I wasn't shaving. I was like, I'm going to shave when this is over with. Yeah. And yeah. I was like Methuselah and, and like all anybody talked about was how my beard was out of control when I was talking. So I was like, okay, fine. I guess I got to, you know, I'll shave that now that we moved and now that we have this like fresh start. But now for me, the hair is the other thing because like I had a haircut right before quarantine started and it yeah. was like very short. So for me, it's like a nice physical reminder of how much time is passing. Yeah, totally. And let me tell you, John, you should just a do lot the of time back kind of thing now. Put some shoe polish in there and that's what this started off as today, actually. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and it's become this, which is, I don't know what this is. I it's don't fine. Know. I mean, people are still watching. We haven't turned anyone away yet. Do we, do we have more than two? Oh, we're back to one. Uh, All right, so one of them We're back off. to one. Yeah. It's okay. So, it's so okay. your hair may have, in fact, My hair up. might have actually scared somebody off. Yeah. Anyway, changes in the air, John Abdullah. Changes in the air. There is a lot. I don't know what that means, but yeah. The green household. And, and the Abdullah household, uh, yeah. And in the Abdullah household. So you yeah. start off. I know Grace has gone back to preschool. I can only imagine how terrifying that is. Uh, what is it like? Uh, yes. So last time we talked, it was a big deal, right? Because we were just, uh, I think, a day away from starting a week where Grace would transition back into daycare, as well as right. Luke, who, you know, the forgotten son. And Luke uh, is in daycare too. I forget about that second sometimes. kid. Yeah, so I forget right, about yeah. I forget about Luke sometimes too. That's true. He is in the house, though. He's safe. Uh, it's where he is. I don't know. I'm in the basement right now. <laughs> There's I have no, no police idea. reports. I, these are soundproof. I can't hear shit. <laughs> um, so, so they went back to an in-home daycare. We made the decision to send Grace not to her preschool, not back to preschool, but instead right, back right. to an in-home daycare that she grew up with. Um, and you know, we just felt like it's just a couple months until hopefully kindergarten starts. And that was the uh, way we went about it. Um, and so uh, we now have no one watching, so that's good. Um, the, the, the stakes are low, folks. So <laughs> I just checked to it. It must, be, it must be the Facebook numbers are wrong. Yeah, it's, um, it's Facebook. There's it's too Facebook. many. It broke it's the system. You know what, Zuckerberg? Fuck you. Yeah, okay? suck it. S- suck it, all right? Zuck okay. it. So, <laughs> so which they're, they're going back, okay? They were going to go on Tuesday um, yeah. for a half day. So we were just going to like sort of ease them in. They went back on Tuesday for a half day. Wednesday is the first full day. Wednesday, man, I'm telling you, I was like dancing on clouds. You know, it was just, I didn't even know what to do with myself. The house was empty and I actually could just focus on work, take like an actual lunch break, which I did on my bike, of course. You know, I ate my lunch right, while I was biking, which is, you know, it's, it's handy. 
the vision I have of the scene right now, for some reason, is a jitterbug into my brain. <laughs> and, and you're just, it's you and your, and your swim bunks for some reason. <laughs> yes. Y- watching, you know? watching movies with ice cream. Yes. Like yes. Dancing and twirling with a mop. Yep. That's yep. what I'm picturing. That, that Bethany was also is, at work, was, right? So, she was right. At, so you were really Correct. alone. I was alone. A jitterbug. Dead quiet. <laughs> How did you know that? That's kind of creepy. Yeah, it is. You've got a, a camera here. Uh, tapping into my nest, which I don't have, but... Um, so, so that happened. And then <clears throat> Grace gets home. Uh, well, they both get home again, Luke for on child. <laughs> Allegedly, <laughs> Luke kind of, he was there. Things are going <laughs> fine. Um, but we're also, you know, we're, we're trying to be really, uh, attentive to, uh, you, you have to sign out all these forms and every day you check in and you have to like, you know, check all these things about them not having fever and all this other stuff. Mm-hmm. So we get home, um, on the, you know, basically the first full day of daycare and, she felt a little warm to me. So I okay. take the thermometer, you know, the forehead one, which is just the best thing ever. We've talked about this. We have um, talked at length about both her temperature and also thermometers. <laughs> so I'm assuming I know where this is going, but we'll see. And I just, it was like a fucking horror movie, right? So slow oh motion, God. just oh looking at the thing. And then just, you know, 102. Oh my God. And I just drop to my knees and yell, no. 102, you know. buckle my shoe. Yes. Uh, so that happened on day fucking one of uh, day one and a half. I don't know what you want to call it of daycare. And so mm. we had to, we had to keep her out for the rest of the week. And of course, you know, at that point it's not worth sending Luke because they're now inseparable. Uh, I took Luke yeah, to like right. a, a home Depot the other day and the whole ride, he was crying that he wanted his sister. <laughs> um, so I don't know what we're going to, kick that one, you know, kick that can down the road in terms of dealing with their attachment with each other. I mean, it's adorable and it's, you know, I'm, I'm fine with it for now, but it just sucked because, you know, all this anticipation going into it this first week and then she got sick. And of course, I feel like a jackass for even complaining because, you know, she doesn't have COVID, things are fine. It was strep throat, naturally. <laughs> How did she get strep throat again already? Right? It was so, a day and a half, John. How did she get whole, it? Not only that, but she's had it twice now during this whole thing from from what so clearly that like we already had enough evidence before this to to think like something's up right that she's getting it so frequently but now it's so clear cut like where else would she have even gotten it so there's got to be something going on so uh we're we're gonna go see a specialist ent and they're gonna you know do whatever they do uh virtually but we'll see so there's something going on there, but she's fine now. Is she okay? She's good. She's, she's good. She's okay. I had another week since we recorded of full on daycare all week, and it was glorious. Wow. <laughs> uh, I mean, I will say that I, you know, classically over ambitiously, um, I figured I'd have all this time, right? So I just packed it, and I had, right. you know, days like just full end to end meetings, um, and and that was not fun. So I think I need to pace myself a little better. I but have I, seen you in meetings more. I, I, I yes. just, I've been like, oh, John's in this. Oh, that's nice. This video's I'm just, on. I'm, I'm just, just attending it. meetings. I don't even get it, you know, uh, invited yeah, like, to why now. Why is he in this I just show meeting? up. Yeah, yeah. Just the Zoom guy who's in the back with back, funny backgrounds, not talking. A jitterbug um, into <laughs> my brain. <laughs> so that's, that's the basic, uh, you know, catch up for me. Um, I'm, you know, I'm biking and enjoying no kids. And what else is there to say? It must be so weird. I, I can't even, I the can't even ima- jitterbug. I can't even imagine what that's like right uh, now because for me, like, I mean, there, I, 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 we are so far away from when the kids haven't been with us all the time. Yeah. 
And I feel like that is going to be such a shock. Like that is going to be so It, it definitely strange. was. It definitely was. And I will say this too. There was this bizarre thing where I remember going into it thinking like, okay, you know, mornings and, and so much of life has just been a different pace now. Yeah. And I don't want to, I don't want to just switch back to how it was, you know, mm-hmm. like I want to learn from that. But of course, you know, even those for that first day and a half, I found myself, you know, stressing out, getting them ready in the morning, getting out of the house. Cause I was just so eager to get them the fuck out. Obviously. You were like, please. Yes. Yes. Like wham um, isn't going to play itself people. Right. Right. And they're like, you know, what are you talking about? You know, I just like pull a, pour a bucket of water on them to wake them up. And they're just in shock. <laughs> and, and so after that, I, um, I, I realized like, all right, this doesn't have to go back to how it was. Like, let's slow down. You know, so for the first right. full week, I was like, let's, it doesn't matter. If they're sleeping, I can still be doing a little bit of work. Like, I know how to do this now. You know what I mean? Do the multitasking to some extent. And so I just like tried to, you know, focus on um, making this transition look different. And, and the idea that, you know, I can, I, first of all, I can walk them to daycare, which is amazing. Um, and so, or bike them, you or know, bike them when the time is right. I, I need to get a, a something to put them in the back just of the tape, bike. Just tape, just them. tape them back. Yeah, <laughs> just wrap them to my body. Yeah. Um, but that just made a world of difference. You know, looking at that morning routine in a different way now. And I hope that's something we can all sort of take into this next. I know, I know, things will go back somewhat to you know the regimented schedule. But like, let's do they really have to? Like the fact that we've all managed through this time to work in such flexible ways. I hope that's something we can take with us and, and, you know, not fucking go crazy trying to hit a certain time to make a bus to get to work at a certain time. And like, let's, let's be more flexible. And, um, as parents give ourselves a break. So, you know, I'm trying to embrace that. Um, it isn't to say that mornings aren't stressful. I, I, I also, you know, deal with, uh, the same crazy in terms of grace, like, she gets herself dressed in the morning and has to, you know, match everything and do all this stuff. And the other, one of those mornings she comes over to me and we're getting ready and stuff. And I look at her and she had her pajama shirt under her dress. Yeah. And so, and so I was laughing and I told her and she didn't know. And oh so God. she saw me laughing. Cause I, you know, I just thought it was funny. It was cute. And she fucking lost her mind. Like you oh probably, God. you could probably hear her scream from where you are, you know, uh, out of state. She was fucking pissed that I was laughing at her. And, and like, I stopped laughing at that point. You know, when I saw she was upset, I'm like, it's fine. Like, all you have to do is, you know, just take off your... But she was so embarrassed by what the fact you that saying? she... Were you like, were you look kind of bulky when you lay her like that? Were you like, <laughs> oh, all I did is tell her that she had her pajama shirt on under her dress. And so because it, she didn't know about it. But because she was embarrassed. It's, it's funny hearing you yes. say that she matches things in the morning because my kids, like... Oh. Henry half the time will just pull the shelf out yeah. and just put that on his head and be like, that's his Oh outfit. yeah, that's Luke too. He'll be like, you know, have like my underwear on as his, you Yeah, know, I'm like, just why like, do you have five socks on? And that's yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Like, but she fucking, she'll like match she things. She matches things. She'll she, think yeah. about who's going to be at daycare and how they're like, they like unicorns. So she'll no put on, way. I swear to you, yes. God, that is so she, gendered though, isn't it? I, I mean, yeah. And it didn't oh. come from us. I mean, to my knowledge, it certainly didn't come from me. Well, you're laughing at her uh, fashion choices, John. So- so I was laughing because I thought it was so cute that she had her pajama shirt on under it. Cute, and, I, yeah. and I figured, you know, I would just, I would tell her, um, thinking that she did it on purpose or something. And she- Because well, she's so deliberate with her choices, so it makes sense. Deliberate, but also wants, wants to be capable of something on her own, right? So the idea that she didn't do something right on her own fucking mm-hmm. pisses her off. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, and so she, you know, just screamed um, bloody murder and it was a whole thing. And then 
you know, I had to give her space. Because if, if you say anything to her in that kind of moment, it just makes it worse. Mm-hmm. You know, if I tell her to take a deep breath, she'll punch me in the face and that's the right. end of it. I can just picture you putting, like, being like, like, wait a second. And then you go and put pajamas on under your shirt to yeah, yeah. out. And then she just like fucking slams you in the face with something. <laughs> <laughs> that actually is exactly what you, and can you imagine when she's a fucking teenager, what I have to deal with there? No. Like she's going to destroy me. To be fair though, if she, if she doesn't know she has pajamas on under her dress as a teenager, <laughs> then she's got some other issues. You know what I mean? That, that is true. I mean, true. she, she would I'll, deserve I'll to be called that. out on that, I think. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But I, the, the, uh, the change in the pace of life is something that I, I have been so, trying to picture a lot. Yeah, you, you have changes in a billion ways, so we got to unpack some of that right now. I do, but I, I, I want to keep unpacking your, <laughs> your, your luggage for a second here because I had a really great conversation with my dad yesterday. So, so I mentioned to you that we're preparing for a large mulching um, expedition. Yes, the annual um, green mulching. The green, uh, which actually could be a brand name. That's true. Right. Green mulch. The E Green mulch. is for extra. You, is this for real? Because your face is telling me like this is actually, that might actually happen. No, but, but, <laughs> no, but, I, but as you're saying, I'm literally coming up with like a business plan. And then I'm like, why am I, I don't even know what mulch is yet. Anyway, yeah, 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 so, yeah. so our, our backyard, which is, which is significantly larger than the front yard, for whatever reason, like has been upkept better through the years that this house has existed. And like, it's, yeah. it's a little more kind of like curated, a little more like maintained. Clearly it's been paid attention to. So it's to. the opposite the of yard, a mullet. Yeah. Exactly. Isn't there a name for that? What this almost is at this point. A skullet. A skullet. Something like that. I don't know. The front yard, which like clearly like 15 years ago was like really beautifully kind of landscaped and it was like very immaculate, but it, it looks like nobody has touched it since then. So it's yeah. like all of these really beautiful plants that are just like, it's like annihilation. Like they're all growing over <laughs> each other and climbing up the house and I'm fucking hacking and them And in down. shapes of people. Yeah. In a the shapes creepy. of people. It's very frightening. Bears are talking. Yep. So for a long time, this front yard has been kind of this like final frontier. And we kind of had to wait for Micah to finish school, which I'll get to in a minute, before we could tackle it. Because it was something where we were going to need to like really put time into it. And it was going to take kind of an investment. So uh, because Micah finished her exams, which I'll get to in a minute, I'm bookmarking that. You've got so many I things. Got so many, I've got bookmarks so many this things. conversation right now. Um, all one of our viewers will appreciate that. Yes. There are so, two uh, now. Oh, no, it's back to one. Two? Okay. Oh, it's back to one. Okay. okay. I don't know. It's so mysterious. <laughs> one million. Or, yes. What, yes. It's the one with the zeros are missing. I think that's how they right. do this algorithm. Zuckerberg. You know, it's very strange. It's marked. Um, the front yard has just, it's beautiful, but it's just really overgrown. And um, it's one of those things where, you know, like there's these projects around the house or around like the landscaping where you know that if you start, it's going to just sort of uncover a lot more work in the long run, like your basement, right? When you were working your basement. This is everything. Yes, I do know. Yes. It is kind of everything, but also there's no, some no, things I'm like, saying, you know, you can switch out cabinet handles or something and it's not going to be a huge deal, right? I mean, like, but but to be fair, usually it still is twice as much as I think it will be. You know what I mean? Like the cabinet, oh, 100%. inevitably oh, yeah. the cabinet's like not a standard width. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it turns into this whole fucking project. It was like manufactured during November of 2006. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like yeah. The month where like the standards were different. <laughs> so like it fucking doesn't fit anything. No, totally. But what I mean more is is that like, you know, any one individual plant, like the rhododendron, we have these these behemoth rhododendrons everywhere. Yeah, like on their own, mm-hmm. that is a behemoth rhododendron. <laughs> that is a project that is like significant, but doable. But the problem is that as soon as you trim back those rhododendron, you start seeing the fact that, oh my God, there was a hibiscus behind this that has just been withering for 10 years. And it was covering this evergreen tree next to it, which is now brown. So it's irrecoverable. So now you got to trim up the evergreen tree to like clear this vacuum out. And then when yeah. you do that, you're like, oh my God, there's a fucking Venus flytrap there that's three feet long <laughs> and it's killing the dog, which yes. is another thing. I'm and and honestly, particularly landscaping stuff, just like taking care of the outside of your property, I feel like 
it's so yeah, much shit. You're, you're so, so right much. about that. Yeah. So we knew it was going to be a big, a big thing to kind of get started on. So we, we kind of, we set it up with my parents who both love landscaping and gardening and stuff. We're like, you know, why don't you guys yeah. come over and like, we'll try to tackle this all together. And they were like, that's kind of free labor for you. And we're like, yeah, but you like it. So it doesn't count. Right. <laughs> Um, and they came over and we worked on it for like eight hours yesterday and it was just amazing. And we made such progress. I have like hives all over my arms. Like you can yeah, even I see can them see in the live stream. Wow. Yeah. 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 Um, which is proof that it was a good job. I don't know why I'm like being like, like, tr trust me. Um, and it was so nice Disgusting to make that progress hives. on it. Mm -hmm. But at one point we had to go to the, um, you know, composting dump to get rid of all the twigs and things. And so my dad and I were, were doing that together and we had this conversation along the way. This is the longest setup I've ever Aren't you on like, anything. can't you just dump twigs and like somewhere you on can't. your own? You get arrested for that shit, John. Well, no, I'm saying even on your own property, don't you have like an area kind of tucked away that you can just start we your do, own? We do, but I'm paranoid because I feel like at some point they will take root again. Oh, yeah, yeah. Depending on you what, what I mean? it is. No, no, I hear you. I and mean, I hear you, but my, so yeah, my approach is probably not very smart. Um, and we also burn something. Like there's some things we can burn, right? But, yeah, like, yeah, but yeah. There were out there, we found But in general, the idea of point. composting stuff, you know, like that is something you could just do. Like you just start your own compost pile, you know? Right. Oh yeah, totally. But this is like, I mean, we, I'm telling you, John, I'll show you pictures after this. The, the amount of material we're talking about okay, could fill yeah, up a yeah, fucking yeah, yeah. oil tanker. This was not yeah, like yeah, a little yeah, bit yeah. of stuff. So it um, is a behemoth, behemoth, what was it? Behemoth road. Behemothian Rhapsody, I think is what you're trying to say. A behe <laughs> behemoth. It's a B-E. <laughs> Not a bohemoth. A behemoth rhododendron. Yes. <laughs> Thank um, you. Anyway, so on the way to this <laughs> composting Green. dump, we were talking about, you know, how different it was because growing up, you know, it, as a child, my dad was, was always like really ruled by the tyranny of going into his office all the time. It was different for him because he, you know, he's a dermatologist. So he had to be there for on-site things. He had all these appointments. Yeah, yeah. He had to go to Yale, all these different things. But at the end of the day, like um, he was really beholden to the schedule of the work mm -hmm. week, you know, mm -hmm. um, and this very traditional sort of like, you know, he would leave right when I was going to school in the morning, come home, like, basically right in time for dinner if I was lucky, you know, and then I would get like an hour with him or two hours. Yeah, or yeah. You know? I can relate. Yep. But um, it's it's been so different for me, especially since COVID because like I don't leave. Like I'm just sort of here all the time, right? And and I'm realizing more and more as time goes on that this is like the way that I function better and that this is like for my mental health. I mean, mm. anybody who's listened to the show for the last 350 years we've been doing it knows that like I have these anxiety issues about not being with the kids or feeling like I don't have time with Micah or feeling like, yeah, you know, yeah. I have to sort of like waste all this time on commuting and on blowing all this energy at the office. I mean, like the amount of office space that we just waste is titanic, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. Um, so that kind of was a, an, an anxiety for me that I'm glad I don't have anymore. And it was a nice conversation. And it, uh, as I was having this with my dad, I was also thinking about how happy I feel right now that I don't have to change that even when the office opens again, that for mm -hmm. me, like from now on until, you know, either I move jobs or whatever happens, who knows. But for like the, for, for as long as I can see into the future now, like my life will consist of like the office being an event for me. Right. Yeah. So that when I go, it's like, Oh, I'm so excited. I get to go to just wing it. I get to go like hang out with people. Afterwards. See me. I get yeah. To go, yeah. I get to go just look at John's hair in person. Yep. Um, and that's something that I feel I uh, will really look forward to. But this idea of the crazy bonanza of getting to the office on time and racing, I mean, oh my God, the end of the workday, like, I mean, I would say three out of five days in the week, it was a struggle for me to make the train because I yeah. was in the middle of intense things or getting out of a meeting three minutes before the train started and then just running and hyperventilating because I felt like if I didn't do that, I would miss out on genuine time with my family 
and then I would just be regretting it and then wake up, you know, to go in the next morning and feel like shit about it. Whereas now, like, our mornings are awesome. Like, we usually play Minecraft in the morning first thing before <laughs> anything else starts, and then we'll do a workout. Um, like, Micah and I are doing a 21-day workout cycle starting to, uh, on Monday tomorrow that, like, you know, we already have it planned out. It's only 30 minutes a day, so we'll do that in the morning. Yeah. You know, and then, like, and then I go make breakfast sandwiches and we eat them outside on the front, you know, because I set up a table out there in sunshine. And I don't have this like constant gnawing fear of like, oh my God, if I'm not, you know, at the train in seven minutes, I'm going to like, you it's know, be in serious trouble. A world you know? of difference, right? And it is a world one of, of those things. I mean, in your case, <clears throat> this is something that will extend because um, you're going to be working remotely, you know, in this job, you already had yeah. planned that. Um, you know, I'm trying to think about what it's going to look like and, and who knows when it'll be, you know, when I go back in the office um, and in what capacity, but like, there has to be, we have to be able to take this with us, right? And learn from this moment that the way we were doing things in such a regimented way with our schedules, um, it just doesn't have to be that way, you know? And I think this has proven it in ways that, I don't know, I don't know how else we ever could have, <laughs> you know, and proving it at, at, in just one sort of big burst um, that, you know, the way that parents juggle work and life, like it doesn't have to be the way it is. I mean, I, and, and I say all this, I also, I'm curious how you're feeling about um, not having the separation because there is also, of course, a cha- at least I, from my perspective, a challenge in not being able to escape the children. <laughs> um, and, and that's something that's been very real and, and uh, you know, I've felt and, and I'm curious how you're feeling about that element of it. Like, you know, what yeah. is your, I mean, you'll have, of course, once they go to school, you'll have that, right? So that's different, I guess. But are you feeling that right now, though, even in just this moment? Like you, you know, you got to get out, like away from them because... Or am I just I really, a terrible I really father? Don't. No, I, I, I mean, I, I feel like I should because there's all of these things pointing to that being something that I would have expected myself to to want, yeah, right? Yeah, like, yeah. I, I like getting out. I like socializing. I like, you know, um, having no, I, I don't like patterns very much. But for some reason, I'm, I'm like doing great with it. I think part of it is because I do, uh, I think, I, it might be because I stay up later than you do, honestly. Like, oh, I feel so like at the end of the, the day, time. we still yes. have like three hours or so. But even that's an example of it. Yes, yes, you yes. Know? Yes, um, I hear you. And, mm-hmm. and, I, and I try to use that time to like do personal things or to catch up on time with Micah to like watch a movie or something. And, and we try to do that as much as we can if we're yeah. awake enough for it. Um, and that, that helps a little bit. But in terms of like separation from the kids, uh, I would say no from a personal standpoint, but from, from their standpoint, I think that they are getting <laughs> to a point where they really need like some diversity of experiences because like this is going on just really, really long at this point. And yeah. like, we are kind of running out of things to do that. Like, it's funny, you know, we look back at what, what this was like in the beginning and like how regimented we were with activities. And like, I was so excited to do like a Tangrams experiment with the kids and all this shit. I don't and, like, even know what that is. You remember Tangrams? No. It's like, it's like you cut up shapes of paper. It's like an ancient Chinese art and, and you yeah. cut like triangles and squares out of paper and you rearrange them into things. Oh, okay, no. When you said cut them in, I was thinking you when you fold something up and then you cut and then you open it back up and it's like you know different shapes. But oh, no, like the snowflakes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know what that is, but that's also that's pretty cool. Uh, but you know, we, in the beginning yeah, of this yeah. whole thing, is like every day we had all this stuff. You know, we were planning on doing, and then it's like the school year ended, and we all you know breathed this collective sigh of like, okay, we don't have to pretend like we're teachers anymore. You know, we can just sort yeah, of be yeah. parents who teach. You know, very broadly. You know. 
I'm going to show you. Um, keep speaking, but I'm going to show you the latest craft that I did that I was pretty proud of. Oh, because this is like it. a joke in our household because Bethany is the one who does crafts. And so when she's I've been alone painter. with the kids, um, you know, she's the artist. And and so that's just her thing, right? Whereas I'm the one, like if Grace wants to play, like imaginative play, like, the, mm-hmm. you know, Bethany's not into that. Like pretending she's an animal or, you know, no, whatever. She hates it imagination. Is, hates it, hates it, despises it. Yeah, she hates um, the imagination. And, and so I'm more into that. So usually that works out. But like when the kids really want to do an activity, then I'm stuck because I'm like, all right, I guess I got to do something, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so for me, I just have to Google it. Like that's just how it works for me. Right. And so you, get, you get user reviews, get five-star reviews. Of course, rating. of course. I don't even know how much, how clear that is. That oh, clear? those are adorable. Yeah. So is that, that was just construction paper? Yeah. <laughs> was that from the Star Wars emails, the bright side emails? Oh no, I haven't seen that. But oh the thing God, is, so I, I printed, this. I printed on the construction paper, the actual, so, I mean, it's like cheating, you know what I mean? You just, you print out the parts and then you cut them out and assemble them. So I don't even know why. Yeah, that's not even the point of the activity, John. The point of the activity is to create. Yeah. Well, but did Yodas. you see what Grace did as a result of that on the bottom? She did that on her own. The little, that's adorable. Uh, so, you know, yeah. Yeah. So, so anyway. Um, That's pretty amazing. I mean, it's okay. You don't have to go create, you know, it's not like the best art uh, she's done, but it's it's okay. It's fine. It's extraordinary. It's life-changing. <laughs> Let me say the Star Wars, if you sign up for the Star Wars newsletter, which I don't even know why I'm like hawking Star Wars right now because they have they're a big money. sponsor. Yeah, yeah they, they do sponsor the show. Yeah. And, um, in fact, they're going to need some big sponsors because they're, you know, not doing so well right now. Disney? <laughs> Well, I mean the theme parks, right? Well, the like, theme park, yeah. Holy shit! I know. Oh my god, what a what a disaster! They must be losing so much money, right? And, and but it's, human life. But it's also know? Disney, so. Well, they're, I mean, they're uh, open though. Well, I know, but I mean, are people going in the same way? And you know, just how expensive it must be to stay open, but not have well, why as many. Are they even doing it? I, know, I agree with you. It's of course, absolutely insane in Florida, insane. no less. In a place where, well, in California, I guess I don't know. Anyway, go on with. You, you've got so many more changes. We're going to have to like do a part two of this. To That's get true. At. There's many bookmarks I have to get back to. I so have remembered them. them, though. I'm, I'm realizing as I do more podcasting um, that uh, if, I, if I say I'm bookmarking something, somehow I actually do remember that I have to get back to it. So I Grace, actually remember what I was talking about. Grace started once. doing, for she learned from school that you lock it in your brain. So yeah, she'll, nice. she'll say something like, you know, okay, just lock it in or like lock, you lock. Uh, does she do the little key? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Is that like a thing in elementary school that they just do or something or what? Well, we have a thing in our family like that where yeah. I, I mentioned to the boys that the earliest memories I have are almost all memories that I have intentionally. So like when really? I was that age, yeah. Huh. I never I like learned that trick. So, so it wasn't I a trick. It was just like there were moments in my it's early life that I remember yeah. wanting to, it's a Jedi mind trick that I wanted <laughs> to remember. And so I would specifically like touch my head and be, and be like, remember this. And I actually remember those moments. Hang on, why, I already had a book. This is why you had no missing. friends. No this friends. Is, this is why I was He's alone. He's just the tapping time. his head all day. Like this. I'm like, Grace, Grace even goes like this. She goes, "That's cute." She, she does, does a little talk. sound yeah. effect. Yeah, that's great. Oh, I love yeah. that. But go ahead, um, bookmark. The, yep. Star Wars newsletters, though they they have this thing called the Bright Side, which is like family activities you can do at home. And we've been I love doing. It. We've done those this entire quarantine. We've been doing. How did I not hear about that? Wow. And there are things like that. That you know. That Yoda was that the yeah, child though? Was that the Mandalorian child? Yeah, 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 baby Yoda. I mean, not actually. You know, that's what they call yeah. Yoda. Yoda ish. Um, yeah. Anyway, yeah. Changes in the air. Time to revisit the bookmarks. <laughs> Things are crazy. Uh, I want to go to the first one, which is that we have a dog now, which is very exciting. Uh, her name a is bi- Luna. A big deal. It's a huge deal, and it's something that we have been wanting to to do for a very long time. And the whole goal was we're going to wait until Micah's done with her certification course when she's yeah. actually a nurse, and that. Because she has been the one pushing it even more than I have. Although I've also wanted a dog for forever. Because we, we, you know, I mean, growing up, we always had dogs. 
Uh, it's, you know, we really love them. We're very much like dog people, personality wise. Mm-hmm. Like that was yeah. something that we really wanted. We have all this energy in this household that we have to get out. We have a yard finally. We like to run around I mean, in it. It would yeah. be great to the, run It's like, dog. yeah, exactly. All the ingredients are there, right? <laughs> it was just there and it was ready to go. But now we that were like, let's wait until this, this happens, right? Yeah. A dog needs to be there. A dog would have to be there. Um, also, just from a self to manage all the animals too, right? I mean, how who else is gonna uh, shepherd them around? Shepherd the our our cat who is fucking hating everything right now, uh, and our lizard Peter who is actually very happy and uh, and doesn't seem to know that anything else has changed. Good. Um, He's but, a fucking uh, so, lizard. What do you expect? Yeah, he has no clue what's going on. He's. I'm like. Sometimes I wonder if he's bored in there and I'm like, no, because he doesn't have a frontal lobe. He doesn't, he's a, he's a fucking, he's a, he's a bag he's of just like a organs that lizard. eats insects. Yeah. Yeah. He's very, very cute and very personable. Sure. But like he, I don't think he has an imagination anyway. So, uh, so we were, the plan was to be getting a dog right around now because Micah's exam was last week on our anniversary, which was kind of a mystery. We didn't tell anybody for a long time. I'll get to uh... why in a minute. Um, and so we were going to start looking, but we, you know, already kind of had our feelers out and this adoption opportunity came up because of, uh, a, a, a member of our extended family being friends with a foster family. They had a, a litter of puppies. Oh, we wow. Really love labs. I, I just, I've always loved. Oh, like, I hundred percent. I've, I've always, you know, had an affinity for labs. And if I ever get a dog, it'll, I think it would have to be. Oh my God. That'd be so our dogs could play together. They could have a podcast, John. Our dogs could have a podcast. I don't, I don't, I don't think it's going to happen. I'll just, but I, I don't think I'm a dog person anymore. I think I used to be, but I, I think, I think one. you would, you would find as soon as you like, Oh, I'm we're 100%. Back in the presence of having did, a dog again. Yes, you're right. I would so fucking great. Yeah. Anyway, so this came up and it was the right breathe, the right timing. So I mean, kind of the right timing, but to do it, we had to do it basically a week before her, te- like not even a week, like four days before her exams. So there was a lot of kind of drama about, you know, this is going to be pretty intense life change that's going to take up some sleep because she's but a But thankfully puppy. during this relaxing little. time, you know, in the world. So that's Where fine. Nothing else right. is going yeah. on. What There's else nothing do you have to else to distract us from. Yeah. Um, anyway, so we got her and I'll get back to that in a minute. But before I do though, Micah had her exam and she fucking destroyed this exam. She is now officially a nurse. She's now a nurse. And, Amazing. Uh, and she, so I remember, so the way that this test works is called the NCLEX. I have no clue what that stands for, as we've talked about. Um, it stands for something. And, uh, and it's this kind of legendarily hard assessment test that is not designed for you to get everything right on. The idea is that it throws theoreticals at you and then it judges how safe your response to those are. So like yeah. it'll throw you kind of scenarios and then within that scenario, you have to make judgments about, you know, how you would treat it, what you'd recommend, how you would triage This it, is the test where they actually mail you a body that you have to, you know, work on. And a bring live back. human yeah. body. Your channel, it's like operation, right? You just get this body with a bunch of holes. <laughs> Which, the, by the and, way, and it we lights have. up when you, yeah, yeah, yeah. We bought it because because I wanted to show the kids like, this is, you know, this is what mommy does now, you know. And they <laughs> fucking hate that game because it is so, like Henry gets so mad at it because yes. it's very shock. I mean, it's literally shocking, right? It's a, like, oh, electric yeah. shock. Yeah. Anyway, um, so it's not designed to be kind of like, you know, easily passable. But, uh, and I remember when she first, so it, it shuts off. Like basically, once you've maintained the threshold of like being very, very safe for mm-hmm. a certain amount of time, it'll shut off and it won't tell you anything. It'll just basically turn off and then you'll get your like exit survey. Wow. So the very minimum is 60 questions. If, if in 60 questions, if you basically don't miss anything, it will shut off. Okay. Or if you miss a lot of things in those 60 questions, it will shut off and basically you just have to go and, and, and oh, do it again. Oh, so you don't actually know. Okay. So you have no clue. I mean, wow. So I, so here the, the testing day was very intense. As I mentioned, it was our anniversary. 
so there was already kind of that like level of things. And you know, there was it was so hard to get a testing date because of COVID and because there were no centers open. So when this first came up, you know, about a month and a half ago, when she was looking at available dates, like the next one was July 14th. And so we had a conversation about it, and I was like, you know, I think it'd be really special actually if you took it on our anniversary and then you would, just kind you of would like celebrate it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, and then let's go to a India in the idea. afternoon yeah. Yeah. and yeah. get yeah. takeout <laughs> and then fly back. Um, <laughs> But no, she, she liked the idea too. But the problem was uh, the options were to take it at either eight o'clock in the morning or four o'clock in the afternoon. Oh, wow. Now, eight o'clock in the morning means that she wouldn't have to be kind of focusing on it all day and we can, you know, enjoy the rest of our anniversary. She wouldn't be, yeah. you know, perseverating on it. But the problem is that it was in fucking Wellesley, Massachusetts Ugh. at eight o'clock in the morning. Ugh. So that's like two and a half hours from us because it's like in the wrong direction from Boston too. So it is like a genuinely long drive. And of course, you have to get there very early to sign up and do all this oh, shit. Oh, yeah, so we, yeah. Long story short, we left the house at like 4.30 in the morning for this thing. And so you all went or just you and Micah? And no, had- so, so we dropped the kids off the night before with my parents. Okay. The idea being then we'd get up really early and go do this. And so we're like driving there and it was so surreal just like, because we haven't been back to Boston since we moved either. So it's like seeing all these things that we, we're so familiar there's with. There's no cars. There's deserted cars on the side of the road. And, you yeah, know, there's just people on horseback. Zombies like, ri- running around, yeah. Exactly, like walking dead. Yeah. It was very strange seeing all that. And then, um, you know, we made it to the testing center and, and I'm thinking like, okay, well, you know, this thing can take all day sometimes. So, you know, I probably have, you know, enough time to, so I brought my work, you know, I brought a book, I brought like all this like list of people I had to call back about various things. It's like, this is like, you know, going to be some me time, you know, which I don't get very much of anymore during the daytime. Yeah. Um, and so I'm kind of like, you know, setting my stuff out. And, uh, and, and if what feels like three minutes later, uh, there's a knock on the window and she's like, Hey. And I'm like, oh my God, like what happened? Did you get locked out or something? She's like, no, yeah. I'm done. Because you fucking did it in the minimum amount of questions, which is That's like insane. almost unheard of. Um, so I was so incredibly proud of her. And then we went home and like, oh my God, we were so tired. Like that was, <laughs> we were just like laid on the hardwood floor for like four hours, like slobbering. I mean, that sounds puppy, like a great anniversary. Oh, and the puppy was there. The puppy was there, but she was also like, cause she's a puppy, you know, she was like, this is great with me. So she was just like slobbering on the floor too. So we're all like laying there just all fucking day. <laughs> and then we wound up, uh, you know, we were like, we have to do something to still like celebrate, you know, and I, I, we had, you know, gotten gifts for each other and things and like, you know, so we had to do something. So we decided to get Mexican takeout and, uh, and it was just, it was actually genuinely very romantic just sitting there. That's awesome. Exhausted. The kids were still at my parents' house. We had the quiet Slobber house, all know, over you. Slobbering with a puppy, Mexican, you know, shitting on the floor. Eating soggy, eating soggy uh, Mexican takeout. food. Yep. And there was something actually really nice about that. Um, and so I'm, you know, yeah, it's crazy. So she now is a nurse officially. We can, you know, be incredibly happy about that. And the, now the next phase is like figuring out where she's going to work and when she's going to apply for that. I mean, um, I imagine demand is still high, right? Like, oh yeah, but you know, but she also wants to, you know, we also wanted to have something of a break for her too because it's been so crazy. Oh, I mean, she's absolutely. worked so hard for this for such a long time. So yeah, we're gonna try to, you know, take a few weeks, and then when she feels ready to start really applying in earnest, she will. But from from a selfish perspective, Man. which most of my stuff is, absolutely, um, so what the show is all about. It's about me not having. To I was gonna say us about, at least, but okay, no, it's just me. Um, it's one hundred percent me. Like not having to worry about being the sole income provider for the first yeah. time in, in a yeah. very long time is like, that's huge. I man. feel really happy about it, especially because there's so much change and like jobs feel so insecure lately in so many ways. And like, just to, um, to know that like that, that pressure is a little bit alleviated that like I have the freedom if something happens yes. to like not feel like we're going to fucking lose our house all of a sudden, like that is, is pretty amazing. So things are good. Things are changing. Things are crazy. Wow. 
the kids are adjusting to I can't you know, even believe just over this time frame you know if you if you step back and like look at your your life and how much has changed you know I mean it has for all of us in other ways of course but like <laughs> so many of the major milestones in life you've hit in this in this time frame right of you know buying a new house moving out of state um and then having now a dog and uh Micah about to start her new career like it's, it's crazy. crazy, isn't it? Yeah. And, and it's, and the more people I talk to about this stuff, the more I realize that like, we're not alone. You know, I, I feel like, of course, yeah. In the beginning, I remember when, when I was first talking to you about the house stuff, part of me was embarrassed because I was like, this is such a stupid thing to be doing right now. Like who moves during a pandemic? I mean, like, life has stuff? to go on, right? Like you have to be able to do these things still. But I just, but you know, I mean, I, we could have, we could have waited, like we could have done something safer than this, but, but, but we didn't. And at the time I thought, you know, maybe it was because, you know, we're just sort of excited and impatient and we kind of made a decision and we were kind of ready to jump on it. But but the more I talk to people, the more I'm realizing that I think a lot of people are in a place now where this situation has made them really examine mm. where they are in life and, yeah. and examine yeah. if they're happy and examine if like, if they were to lose everything tomorrow, what would it look like? Because we normally have no context for that, right? We, yeah. we go through life feeling vulnerable very seldomly a lot of the time, especially people of privilege or people who live lives that are mostly comfortable, right? Right. For right. us, like things sort of chug along and they're usually pretty much okay. Obviously, there are, you know, things in life that are difficult and emotional, but like the the fundamental like going plane of life is is pretty even. And then when COVID happens and everything shuts down and everything's thrown into turmoil and all of these, you know, in incredible injustices are being brought to light and all of this, you know, these, these really scary things are coming up and we're realizing more and more how vulnerable just institutions are even, yes. let alone ourselves. Like it causes you to see for the first Our time whole country. accurately yeah. to see what actually is there, like to see the outline of it, right? Mm -hmm. And when mm -hmm. you can see the outline of something, you have to sort of, by doing that, see what's actually inside that outline. And I think like for me, like the things that, that meant a lot to me um, included things like living in a place where we felt at home and we felt like we could be more financially secure and, and we felt like we could tie a lot of loose ends up that we had um, where Micah could flourish in her new career, et cetera. Like all these things kind of came together. And, um, and, and I'm really glad that we have made that decision. And I'm, and I'm glad that other people likewise, I mean, like so many people are moving. So many people have yes. sent me messages. Even dogs at work. Too. <laughs> I know, right? So many people. Like that's the thing at, at work that the thing that like the sort of the, the like extracurricular things that I get messaged about are like, how did you go about setting up this like work from home thing? Yeah. And also like, how did you get a dog during this pandemic? Because I've been trying for months and I can't get a lead on one, right? Dogs, bikes. Yeah, they're all, they're all sold out. <laughs> I, I think we're all, the bikes are too, right? Yeah, I think we're all like being forced to look at ourselves a little more accurately now, and I'm glad because it's 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 important to do that. And and if we let this opportunity, which is also a fucking tragedy, pass us pass us by without acting in some way in response to it, then like we are just really wasting time, right? Like this is an an almost un, not unprecedented, but some somewhat of an unprecedented situation for us globally, yeah. right? And, um, and it is like, and it sucks and it's here for a long time and it's scary, but it's also like, those are the situations where change usually happens most meaningfully. So I, I guess I, I'm, I'm feeling like change is in the air for the right reasons, I guess is what I'm saying. And, and I think that if, if people listening to this, like are on the fence, um, if they feel like something is right, like try to find a way to go for it because like, who knows what the hell tomorrow brings, mm. you know, and how often can you really say that?
Yeah, no, I think you're right. I mean, certainly you've got me thinking about it differently, even just what I said and the idea that life goes on, you know, as if your move and other things would have happened otherwise, and maybe some of them would, but I think, you know, what you just worked through is a very different sort of um, look and and it does resonate with me because I think this has been a time of, of introspection. I mean, we've just even had so much time alone or, or not alone, but home, um, you know, and such disruption that I think it has shaken us all, you know, to see things that otherwise we, we weren't seeing. Um, and as a country, of course, I mean, that's playing out in an ep- in epic ways. Um, every day. Ways, yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. Um, and, and depressing ways, yeah. you know. Um, I, I mean, I think about the country that I thought we were and the sort of people we were, the progress, right? Um, that we've made as a, as a humanity. And then I, I think of where, you know, how that has changed my own perspective on all that. Um, but I'm still hopeful, you know, and I do think that um, I think we'll rise to it as humanity. Uh, and, and that's, you know, been positive to see. And so, I mean, it's not easy, but <laughs> we're all, we're all just working through it. Right. We are. And we're all winging it, which is, you know, what it always comes back to. And, and I feel like this is something TM. where yeah. trademark. Um, like we will, we will, even if, even if it feels like we won't miss this, I think we will in some ways, because like we, we, you'd never get this opportunity to just stop and observe, you know, you never get yes. this opportunity to well, like slow you, the fuck down. You've been so good at pointing this out to me. It's, it's something that has stuck with me in our, our conversations about, uh, breaking the daily pattern of life, right? That that can yeah. be a source of, um, happiness and joy in life. And I think this is the ultimate disruptor. Um, and, and, you know, we've broken out of our day-to-day sort of zombie existence. I mean, that's harsh, but, (laughs) you know, everything has been disrupted and it's forced us to look at things in new ways. And I think that is a good thing. Um, You know, obviously, again, it's laced with a lot of hard stuff too, but I guess that's just how we all grow, right? It's usually, it's got to be uncomfortable and painful. Yeah. Um, It's nice catching up with you, my friend. Always enjoy your new dog. I hope Micah... Uh, is enjoying this break finally, much deserved. And uh, yeah, on we go. On we go. <laughs> it's funny, like, I know we're rapping, but just like every time I know that it's a weekend where we're recording again, I kind of think back to like what's happened in the previous two weeks. And something that I'm always so struck by is how like this is still happening. Like the the world that we're living in, like, it's surreal. Like we are still fucking doing this with like the masks and the gloves and the sanitizing spray and like the, and like not being able to like, do the things that we ignore. Like, it's just like, this is just still the case right now. Yes. yes. I feel like uh, it's good to have these regular check-ins just to sort of see how we're doing with that. And um, absolutely. And if people listening to this, like, you don't really write to us at just at daz at gmail.com or join us live on the air with, you know, the other millions of people who are watching it currently, um, you know, and, and let us know like how this is affecting you. Uh, I think we should do another one of those roundtables soon too. That would be great. Yeah. That was a really, I think, you know, especially from a kind of a dad perspective, this is like just, like I want to do the side by side of the same dads, you know, just to see how horrible they all look now. How grizzled and, and yeah, emaciated yeah. and confused. Yeah. Sounds good. Sounds like a real <laughs> uplifting show, John. Well, it'll make me feel better about myself, you know. Sure, you got that beautiful haircut. That's what it, this is all about, right? That's it's all about me. Let's be clear, it's, it's about me. Okay, fine, sure. <laughs> all right, we'll talk later. Thanks. Bye, everybody. Bye.